Hey, Smelly Bellies, welcome to episode 33 of the Smelly Cast podcast. In this episode, we have a soda to review. We talk about John Mulaney and his even better opener. And we talk about some of our very, very uh, exciting dream destinations, travel destinations, places that we want to go. And so this is a pretty great episode and you should really sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Michael, Michael, Michael. Phil, Michael, Phil. Michael. Hey, brother. How you doing, man? I gotta tell you, I've been really excited about recording for one reason. Oh, me too. I've got it right in front of me. Me too. It is Mountain Dew Dew Shine made with real sugar, clear citrus flavored dew. It'll it... tickle your innards. <laughs> no, you gotta say it right. It'll tickle your innards. <laughs> It'll... No. <clears throat> It'll tickle your innards. <laughs> Can't do it. It'll tickle your innards. Nutritional facts. Serving says one bottle. Calories 160. Total carbs 42 grams of sugar. And we have caffeine. 54 milligrams per 12 fluid ounces. It's got the awesome old Mountain Dew guy on the front. I know. I saw this and I freaked out. I wish there was like some story behind him. I love that he's like opening his moonshine and it's like shooting through his hat. I've always wondered how like those old timey guys get those holes in their hats. It's from the moonshine. It's from the moonshine. It's from the, sh- it's from the shine. All right. All I'm right. Gonna, I'm going to pop mine. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to pop mine. Okay. Pop it. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. A little pour. Because I do mine in a glass, of course. And you go so, straight out, straight out the butt. Straight out of the bottle. Mm, okay, it's got a very Sprite-like scent. Doesn't it? <laughs> it smells like Sprite. I'm getting, like, something else, though. Like, I'm getting, like, honestly, it smells like Sprite mixed with Mountain Dew. It kind of does, yeah. Okay. Wow. All right. That is, like, it? the lightest of light. Okay, let me try mine. Ooh. Mmm. It's kind of got a beer flavor. You think so? I don't know. I've only tried like a sip of beer at one point, so. Uh, but it reminds me of that. I don't know. I very here's sweet. The thing. It's very sweet and it's very light. Like there's not much flavor to it, Mm-mm. and it's almost like I'm looking for something else. Like maybe it just needed some extra spices or something in there. Like yeah. something just to kick it up a little bit. Like I don't know. It kind of tastes like a flat Mountain Dew mixed yeah. with ice, mixed with ice water and a little bit of Sprite. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna give this like a two out of five. I am also gonna give it a two out of five. Yeah, not that good. Well, I'm kind of disappointed. I just wonder what they were going for. Like when they call it Dew Shine, like like they're obviously playing off of Moonshine, but Moonshine is known for being having its strong like. Like, knock your socks off, blow a hole in your hat, kind of. Right. <laughs> if anyone's ever seen Parks and Recreation, you know the Ron Swanson shine. Hmm. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't know. I like I like my sodas with a bite. 
Where where does this rank on your Mountain Dew scale though? Mm, bottom. Yeah. Very bottom. Very the bottom. Very bottom. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Anything. I think I would rather drink this than like diet caffeine free Mountain Dew. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> I wasn't <laughs> considering the diet sodas. <laughs> Diet caffeine free Mountain Dew sounds awful. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you know it you know it's out there. Especially up here in Utah. Right. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. So I don't know, it's just at the bottom of Yeah. Our, it's, it's not in it's not at all in the top twenty. It's too bad, like, you know, you see like a soda that's got real cane sugar, comes out by like a real soda maker like yeah. you and uh, you really just hope that they're gonna like this says it's got 160 calories. 160 calories of what? What? How? Where's like just where straight sugar? But you can't tell. It doesn't even tell us what the flavors are. Stop that! Stupid. It's my dog. Nala says she well, doesn't like it either. I don't blame her. How's Nala's Twitter account coming along? I haven't done anything with it. <laughs> you mean she hasn't? I mean she hasn't. It's the, the I thought, she loves emojis and I have to tell her to stop. I just figured that you were really busy teaching her how to take selfies and she hadn't just she just hadn't mastered it yet, so that's why she hadn't posted it in a while. We've been we've been training hard for months. Yeah, <laughs> she just can't get it because she doesn't have a thumb. She's not getting there, man. She's do claws do not count as thumbs. Every time I leave my phone out, I just look come back and there's like emojis of dogs and poop. Just little poop dogs. <laughs> that's her life. Yep. Ball, yeah. little bowls of water. Lightning bolts. Well, Phil, I think we should we should get into the meat. Yeah, let's do it, meat guys. Don't try don't try Dushan. That's all I'm just gonna say. I'm gonna I'm gonna say try it. I no, mean, don't. You, go to, you go to Walmart, you buy it for a buck, and you try it out. Like, mm. it's worth a try. I don't think so. Maybe you're gonna. Maybe they'd love it. You never mm. know. Maybe if you're old. Maybe. Maybe it's, de- it's definitely not popping a hole through your hat. Nope. Tell you that right now. Nope. Not going right. to happen. So, Phil, you've got something to tell to talk to us about tonight. Yeah. A little, little uh, <laughs> entertainment report. Yeah, yeah. I had some fun. I went to my first live performance in Santa Fe. Ooh. And it was a young gentleman by the name of John Mulaney. That's great. Where was it? It was at the Lindsay Theater in downtown Santa Fe. It's a really old theater. Very beautiful. Very beautiful inside. And uh, they do really cool stuff. Like Robert Redford's doing a speech on you know like eco-friendly film production and stuff like that in a couple weeks there wow it was a cool little place cool little venue um but yeah so so it's not super big or is it pretty big uh no it's pretty small i mean it's just like an older remodeled you know theater live theater so balcony all of that stuff i've only seen mezzanine I've i've seen like very little um like actual live comedy like I'm trying like I've seen like Brian Regan live. I, saw, I haven't Lake. seen Brian. I saw Bo Burnham last last uh, summer. That was fu- really funny. Um, and I've seen John Mul- John Mulaney. Oh, I've seen I've seen a couple like Wise Guys shows here, like in like yeah, but they're all just they weren't very good. Right. But that was the ones down here in like Provo. I'm sure the ones in Salt Lake are better. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, you should talk to my friend Tim, Tim Drake. He's got his own podcast, too. He works at X96 there in Utah, and he, he's at all of those shows at Wise Guys. So he meets all those people and has them on his podcast, so he's pretty lucky. So do you, do you remember the Hillary Ivy? Yes. So I just found out she started doing um, stand-up at mm. Wise Guys. 
Really? Yes. Hello, Hillary, if you're listening. I doubt it. <laughs> doubt she it. is, but... That's awesome. Uh, yeah. I'm, so I'm, I'm kind of curious just to go hear her little show. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, um, well, yeah. So some funny highlights I think some people would enjoy. So I can't remember the name of the person who opened for him, and I will find out. And I know this is a travesty because, honestly, he was the funniest part of the whole thing. What? He was a, yeah, he was a writer for uh, Parks and Rec. He's been on it. He's been on Modern Family. And dude, it was funny, man. He's <laughs> funny. Um, yeah, so I'm going to look it up. I'm going to do some searching for it. But they, he opened for him, and he was great. And he brought out a tablet. And I, he's, like, he's like, typically when you open a comedy show, you want someone with a ton of energy, right? He's like, you want someone that is really going to just pump up the crowd for you. He's like, so I have no idea why John asked me to come to Santa Fe. <laughs> but he talked about how he's from... He's from New Mexico, and he's like, I looked it up on Wikipedia, and I'm like in the top 20 most popular, most famous people from New Mexico. And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying that because New Mexico needs to step it up. He's like, I am more popular than French Stewart at this point. (laughs) French Stewart? (laughs) Yeah. And then he did an impression. But he was was great. I mean, he was funny. He was real. Um, He told a great joke about something that happened with him and his wife. I told you about it last night. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I don't want to ruin the punchline. I'll find his name so you guys can check him out. But John Mulaney was great. Um, at one point, some guy stood up to go to the bathroom, and he called him out on it, stopped what he's doing, he's, like, talking to the guy. So as soon as the guy left, he, like, put the mic down, and he's like, I don't want him to hear this in case you can hear this in the lobby. And he's like, but, he's like, but, when that guy comes back, like, way later, I'm going to say, you know what they say in Santa Fe, and I want all of you to say, we want a milkshake. Because I want that guy to be so confused as to why he's lived here for 20 years and never heard this saying. And I want him to go into work on Monday and be like, hey, um, you mind if I ask you something? Do you, is it really a saying here to say we want a milkshake? Because everyone knew it last night at the show. <laughs> so he goes through his whole performance. Whole performance. The guy comes back in. He's like the whole performance. He goes to the whole thing at the end. He's like, you know what they say in Santa Fe, and everyone's like, we want a milkshake. And the guy, <laughs> the guy's just like looking around at everyone, so confused. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he punked him. It was funny, and he talked about a lot of really funny stuff. Like, um, he has this great bit about Bill Clinton, which I don't want to ruin for everyone, but he talks about when he met Bill Clinton and his dad's a Republican and his mom went to school, with, mom and dad went to school with Bill Clinton and his dad doesn't like him and his mom loves him. <laughs> but this is great stuff. So uh, if you have an opportunity, I am I am now a fan of John Mulaney. I think he's hilarious. And the other guy, man, he's he's funny. I'm he's excited funny. To, to hear more about who... Who that guy is? <laughs> but um, uh, so for anybody that wants to get a John Mulaney taste, I just barely watched New in Town, the his special on Netflix. I just barely watched that like a month ago, and it's actually pretty funny. Like there are some really funny moments in there. So check it out on Netflix for sure. Yeah, I just actually got home last night and watched half of it last night. What do you think? It's pretty funny. You can tell he's definitely matured a lot in his comedy. Oh, okay. Comedy's much better now than it was in that, but that's still pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's talking about, he's like, I think that I was a gay kid. He's like, I think God meant me to be gay, and they just didn't flip the switch before they sent me down here. (laughs) Not saying I was a gay kid, but I definitely ran around, and I was definitely like an old 67-year-old gay guy who's like over the sexual stuff. Just walking around at recess like, everybody out of my way, I just want to feed my birds. (laughs) It's great. For sure. 
Okay, well, uh, that that takes us to our next segment of, of this episode, and uh, this is something that we've, you know, Phil, we've talked a lot about travel in our lives. Yeah. Like not as much on the podcast. We've done some trip reports. People, you know, the smelly belly buttons out there know that we love to travel. They, smelly they belly know buttons. <laughs> That's awful. I'm adding to it. I'm yeah. adding instead of just smelly bellies, it's smelly belly buttons. SBBs. <laughs> Right. right. Um, so we love to travel. We've done lots of trip reports. But I thought maybe we should talk about some of our our dream destinations. Places that we want to travel that we have yet to go. So um, I, I think I'm gonna, I'll start with one of mine. Because I'm really, really lucky I'm going to be accomplishing this, this dream travel here in the next, you know, uh, what is it? Less, less than 30 days, I think. 30 yeah. days or so. I'm going to Thailand. No way. Yes, I'm so excited. What? Yep. So when, what, when do I wear? Well, it's a, just a little family vacation. Okay. And uh, Nikki and I and, and my parents and my siblings, we're going out to uh, to Thailand. So we're going to fly. It's like a 20-hour flight. we got to go through like Tokyo and then down to, to Bangkok. We're going to get to Bangkok and we're going to be there for a day. And we're going to get some like custom suits made. And, uh, cool. and then, then we're going to fly down to Phuket and we're going to spend like a week in Phuket. And then we're going to go up to Cambodia and to like Chiang Mai oh, wow. and uh, see some of the stuff up there and then uh, come home. So I'm super excited. Um, really excited about to go to Phuket and to, you know, you see these, the pictures of like the beautiful, I've got one on my Facebook profile right now. Yeah. Got, like these beautiful, like straight up and down cliffs and this like crystal clear blue water i'm just so excited and the food is gonna be spectacular guarantee i get sick as a dog but yeah. I'm gonna love it. <laughs> that's awesome man that's great so I, that's that's one of mine that i'll be that i'll be doing shortly cool well for me you know speaking spanish one that i've always wanted to do i've just always wanted to go to south america anywhere anywhere it doesn't really matter i mean uh, i've always wanted to check out chile I have a oh, good yeah. friend, one of my companions from Chile. One of my companions is also from Ecuador. And um, it turns out my school actually does an exchange program where they send teachers down to teach film classes in Ecuador for two weeks. And I applied, and I got it. And so I'm going to be spending two weeks in Ecuador in July. And I'm getting paid to go down and translate on a free trip to Ecuador. Please so, just call it Equator the whole time. Okay, I'm going to... Ah, <laughs> in Spanish. Bueno, gracias por tenernos aquí en Equator. <laughs> What? How do they say? Chaos in a key how do they say equator though? Like if you're going to like the middle of the earth, and like this is the equator, the line. I don't even know. I, I wonder know. if it's just Ecuador. <laughs> yeah, El Ecuador. Yeah, probably El Ecuador. Yeah, I don't know, but I'll be uh, I'll be the first Hudson in my direct family to be in South America. So cool. And I'll be at the equator. So first first Hudson in the southern hemisphere. Dude, that's awesome. No, I'm excited. The only place in the Southern Hemisphere I've been was Peru. I did that for a summer. And that yeah, was yeah. really cool. Um, but I, w- I, too, would love to go to Chile. But the the main place in South America that I really, really, really want to go is Brazil. Yeah. yeah. Really, Brazil really would be Brazil. really fun. I really want to go to Rio. I want to yeah. see the, the big Christ statue. Mostly because I loved Romeo plus Juliet so much, which was set in Brazil. 
I don't think I saw that. <laughs> I don't know on Blu-ray. I, I liked I liked Fast and the Furious four or five. Five. Which one, five was in Brazil? Max Payne, Brazil. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I like Brazil. I I would love to learn Portuguese. So I think that's it's on my list of one of my next languages I'm going to learn. So. So one place that I've been that I'd want to go back to and I want to take Nikki to is South South Africa, not South America. South Africa. Go do like the safari. Wow. Go to Johannesburg and, and uh, Cape Town. Um, that like going on safari down there was just one of like the highlights of my life. Um, it was incredible. I. It's kind of like one of those things that I'll probably probably never do again. Well, tell tell me the tell everyone the story about when you got sick and what you had to do to get over oh, it. Because it's yeah. a great story. Okay, so we got we had this uh, we had this guide, and his name was Jabulani. That was his name. And he would drive us around in these jeeps, and it's like these giant, like modified jeeps with like a bunch of like like almost like stadium seating in the back, and then a big canopy over the top, kind of like the the jeeps that you ride in if you go to Animal Kingdom in Florida and go on the safari ride down there, kind of like those. Which is cool though, because I mean, you, it, you're not blocking people with heads, right? Right, you right. See. Yeah, so everybody gets to see, and uh, the place that we stayed was really kind of fancy, you know, like there was bottled water for us every like uh, all the time and they were always like showing everything to us and taking us so it really wasn't on us to explore they kind of had these routes and we went out every day and did these things and they tried to get us to see a lion kill and you know see giraffes see elephants see all this stuff um but i was i just got really sick and it was like i was almost like uh, cold like i was super congested and um so jabulani told me he's like you know i got i i'll take care of you today and uh we'll, i've got a remedy and you will be fine after today and so i was i was really skeptical you know i was like okay whatever i'm not gonna miss safari because i'm sick so let's go and uh, we got out there and about you know halfway through the day um jabulani pulls over the jeep and he gets down and he starts like digging around in this poop <laughs> that's on the ground and we're all just like what what's he doing and, you know, and so he's just ripping it apart and he's opening it up. And I remember this, like, I don't remember a lot of things, but I remember this, like, <laughs> yesterday. And, and so he gets me, he tells me to come down out of the Jeep. I get down there and he, he says, you know, you're going to, I want you to smoke this. And I'm, and I'm looking at him like this just giant, big, giant black dude that, like, has this awesome South African accent. And he's like, you're going to smoke this. <laughs> and I'm like, I am not. That's, that is, that's shit. I'm not doing it. And he said, but he takes his lighter and he lights it inside and he shows me how to do it. He's like, you cup your hands over the, over the smoke where it's lit and you just inhale. And I kid you not, I did it. And it cleared me out like instantly. Like it was incredible. Like as soon as I just hit, took a hit, you know, it's just boom. Everything is just totally clear, and I was like feeling great. Maybe I was high. I don't know, but like it was so crazy, and it totally cleared me out for the rest of the day. And I and I honestly, I got. I think I had. I was still a little bit sick the next day, but I got better. And you know, the whole trip was awesome. That's great. So. That's a great story. I would. I would also love to go down there. I actually just finished um, "Screw It, Let's Do It" by Richard Branson. Oh, it's a great book uh, really? for anyone who's interested in you know. Is it just only, about business or on, like it's business and, or? business entrepreneurship and life? He oh, talks yeah. about life lessons and he kind of goes through just different things he's gone through um, in life, 
you know, how he got his start. And, I mean, it was just really, really cool to see. I love that Richard Branson. Yeah. No, I gained a lot of... Because he's always been, like, a person of, like, a, you know, a famous person that you know of. Right. But I gained right. a lot of respect for him. And he's very inspired. I mean, one of the things he inspired me to do more is travel and see the world and be a part of the world. Hmm. And, and you know, try things. So it's just really cool stuff. So so he has a home in South Africa, and he was really good friends with Nelson Mandela. It was, like, key in, like, getting him released. And, like, he and Nelson Mandela. Really? Yeah, he and, like, yeah, really cool stuff. I mean, he does a bunch of really cool stuff. Like, he and uh, the King of Jordan are, like, really good friends. King of Hus- King Hussein's his name. And he and Saddam Hussein were really good friends, or they trusted each other back pre, you know, in, like, 1990s, pre-Gulf mm. um, War. Right. And when all this stuff happened, Saddam Hussein took a bunch of British people, like, prisoners, and he and Hussein, like, organized, like, the release of these people, and, like, he was wow. working with Nelson Mandela to fly, they had a flight into Iraq to talk to Saddam Hussein to try to basically convince him to leave and go to Libya or somewhere else to stop the war and prevent a war in Iraq, and, like, two days before they were going to get on the plane, America bombed Iraq, like, crazy stuff, like, they were trying to prevent war and stuff. Wow, what what was the book called again? So it's called um, "Screw It, Let's Do It" <laughs> by uh, Richard Branson. Yeah, and he talks about this is his life motto. But yeah, really, really cool stuff. And so South Africa, he's got a home there, and he talks about how he just, you know, he, he just talks about how it's like one of his favorite things. And he, when he's there, whenever he's on vacation, he only allows himself fifteen minutes a day to work because wow. it's family time is so important to him. And he typically does it at night when they're like out watching the watering hole and watching all the animals, like. Eat, drinking at the end of the day and stuff like really cool stuff so that's a huge one for me is one you uh, another place i absolutely want to go which is always been at the top of my list since i was a child is somewhere you've actually been and that's japan yes i want to go to japan so bad i've i've always been a fan of you know japanese culture it's something it's incredible. like my, my neighbor as a child was a kid named mckay and he was half japanese his mom was japanese and his dad wasn't uh, his dad was caucasian and, um, yeah, just fell in love with the culture from that kid, and I hmm. never forgot it. So it's so cool. It's on my yeah. list. So, so I did a week in Tokyo last year, and um, it just, like, it wasn't enough. I mean, I saw a ton of Tokyo, and I saw all this awesome stuff. and But, like, the biggest thing that I wish, like, so I learned a lot on that trip. I learned that, like, I don't mind traveling alone, but... It's definitely, it makes all the difference when you go with someone. Yeah. Because I was alone all day, every day, literally going like the whole day without talking to anybody. Yeah. Like it's nuts to go a whole day where you just are talking to yourself. You know, you're like the crazy American dude on the subway. But like, I wish so bad that like we could have gone together or something. Because we would have just had a blast. Because oh, then you can like, you I'm not like just pointing stuff out to myself saying like, check out all these chicks dressed all weird. You know, like I would actually have someone to joke about it with or, you know, kind yeah. of enjoy the culture. So I don't know. I'm, I think that I'll probably do, I will travel alone again in my life, but uh, I learned some valuable lessons on that trip. Um, but there's also so much in Japan that I want to see. Yeah. Like I want to go to like Osaka and I want to go climb Mount Fuji and like, I want to do so much more than just Tokyo. I think um, a really good example for anyone who's interested in traveling but doesn't know of places to go, an idiot abroad. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's great. Mike Mike introduced me to that show years ago, and I never Love watched it. it until last year. And I watched the whole series. Carl Pilkington, yep. man. <laughs> Carl, man. Great. One so, of the greatest. It's got to be a character. One of the greatest characters. He's great. He is a character. <laughs> yeah, he's incredible. So, okay. What about what about uh, let's talk about New Zealand and like Australia. Where, yeah. where are those on your list? Are those super high? Pretty high. Um, yeah. I think for me, I think one of the must, is, like, and again, I'm not one who has had a bucket list my whole life, but I think for me, one of the must to do in life is scuba dive the Great Barrier Reef. Mm-hmm. I think that's a must. Yeah. I, I want to do it. Um, my wife, she's in New Zealand right now, and uh, she's talked about how beautiful it is. And so, like, I want to I go and see it, but it's just... It's not super high on my list because I feel like there's so much, there's so many other things I want to see. Yeah, for sure. Like I want to, I want to see, um, I want to see more of China. I went to Beijing, but I really want to go. I want to see Hong Kong. And, Me too. And Hong I wanna, Kong. I want to go to Shanghai. Um, those, those are like almost more than than Australia because I'm gonna go to Australia, and it's I, I don't know if it's gonna be different than what I think it's gonna be, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think I have an idea of what Australia would be like. And and I think that's what's making me kind of jaded Question against it. it. Yeah. yeah. So I have to look into this because I was actually told that I may not be able to go to Australia ever in my life. Why? Because I've been diagnosed with tuberculosis. What? Yeah, you know about this. No, I don't. Come on, Mike. Now Nobody tells me anything. <laughs> no, like, okay. I so, really don't know about this. Okay, this happened, this happened years ago. This happened before I met you. So there was a tuberculosis outbreak in my town of Tupelo, Oklahoma. Okay. So the, the way butthole, tuberculosis works. The butthole works, of America. <laughs> the armpit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, so I love Tupelo. I'm kidding. Great pe- I'm kidding. Great people. But All you Tupeloans. Really small town. Anyway, so we, um, there's this tuberculosis outbreak. And the way tuberculosis works is you, you catch it and then it incubates inside you for a year and then it becomes active. Oh, boy. And that's when you start spreading it to other people. So... So there I could this, have tuberculosis. No. So there was a kid who whose mom his mom had it and was active, and he got it and he was active, and then he was just coughing on everybody in the entire town, and basically our whole town, died, like contracted tuberculosis. Oh my gosh! And then his mom finally got caught for having tuberculosis, and she was like put into like um, what do you call it? Like a quarantine. Quarantined. And he was basically pulled out of school and put into quarantine. And then we all had to go to the county health center to get tuberculin tests and get x-rays. So the way it works is they give you a tuberculin test, which is dead tuberculosis. And they put it in. And if your body reacts and if you have, if it swells up or becomes irritated more than like 14 millimeters, then you have tuberculosis. And you have to go get an x-ray to see if it's active. And if it's active, then you're in quarantine. Oh, man. Okay. So I go and I get the tuberculin test and mine's at a seventeen. Ugh, you so almost I, missed it. Yeah. So then, I, so then I go get the tuberculosis. I get an X-ray, and the X-ray clear. So then I have to take a pill every day for a year. It's called INH. And still to this day, anytime I'm asked to like to take a tuberculin test or if I've ever asked if I'm di- diagnosed with tuberculosis, I have to say yes. And then the follow-up question is, have you taken medication? And so now I just say yes. I took INH for a year, and everyone's like, okay, you're good. But apparently you can't go to Australia if you've ever been diagnosed with tuberculosis because... How are they going to know? They're not going to ask you. You check your medical records when you apply for a visa. You have to send it. 
You don't have to have a visa to go to Australia. Yeah, you do. As an American? I think you do. I don't know. Yep, travel visa. So, yeah. So, I have to figure it out. I have to look into it. Are you looking it up right now? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you do. Isn't that crazy? Apply online. So, I've got uh, got to figure that out, and hopefully I can make it work. Wow. But I've got records proving that I took INH for a year and everything. and Even, like, when I first got to Utah, I was still taking this stuff. So... Isn't that crazy? Tuberculosis, man. It's some extinct thing. Also, people die from the friggin' Black Plague in New Mexico every year. Still? Still! That's how, is they, it, how is it still around? Mice. Fleas on mice. They just oh, found it on New York sewer gosh. rats, too. Yep. Well, I'm sorry you got the you had the old Tuberk. <laughs> the Tuberk Burk. Glad you're safe from it. We got the Tuberk Burk in the in the Kirky. Um, so I got to talk about one more place Kay. that I really want to go. I actually have a couple. I got two. One okay. place that I'd really love to go is Iceland. That'd be cool. I see pictures of it and it just looks stunning. Like and like you see the movies that were filmed there, and like it just looks amazing. Um, but but the other place that is super high on my list that I'm just kind of fighting myself on Canada. is India. <laughs> India. So I love. The Indian culture. I love everything about the idea of India. Like, just this sprawling, giant population in just the, like, the worst place and the worst situation ever. Um, and and I, I love, you know, I love, like, the Taj Mahal. I mean, like, it's my daughter's middle name. It's right. Tajma. And uh, I just, I really, and I love the food. I'm sure the, uh, the northern food, not the southern food. Right. But... I'm sure that I would just go there and just get so sick and just die from like, like, I don't know. Everybody that I talk to that's been to India, they say, don't even go. I'm never going back. Never, ever, ever. Really? <laughs> yeah. And like, so I don't know. I, I just, I need to have someone tell me that they had a good experience in India okay. so that I can like start planning it. Okay. So I was literally just talking to one of my interns today and she's going at the end of the summer for hmm. a week. Like, her family's from India, but they're, like, two or three generations American at this point. Okay. So, anyway, really Do they have family over there still? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so she's got it in her blood, though, to not get sick from the food. Right, because that's how that works. I'm a weak American. <laughs> right, because it's in her blood that, yeah. Okay. She's anyway, Indian. Because that's how bacteria works. Yes. Right. It's it Passed down yeah. from generation to generation. <laughs> Stop it, Noah. My dog's just oh. freaking out right now. Anyway, so, um, yeah, India, like, my thing is, everyone I know who's been to India comes back weird. What do you mean weird? Like, homosexual? No, they come back with this weird, like, India, like, that was a India joke. file. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was a bad joke. I was just going <laughs> to ignore it. It's got this weird India file thing where they're just, like, in love with all things India, and they just talk about, oh, it was when I remember my summer on the Punjab, and, like, <laughs> say weird crap like that, and I just want to, like, punch them for being pretentious. <laughs> That's it's so just, like, funny. I, yeah, just not a fan. I'm just not a fan of that. Like, I just don't think that, I don't know, like, there was this totally kid. that way. I totally just, just be like, oh, Phil, Phil, I was on the banks of the Punjab, and. Oh man, I was just I was there. jabbing the poon. Watching it the, was so great. Just watching, watching the crap float by. <laughs> Got a, do- a dove in, smoked some of it. it Got super sick. <laughs> Got an amoeba. But now I've got the bacteria, so I can pass it down to my kids. Because <laughs> that's how it works. I talked to a, I talked to a, 
Sure, but and my kids there. are already born. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, anyway, I I don't know. I just just don't be don't be one of those. Like there was a kid who we went to school with, and uh, should I say his name? Sure. Porter Ely. Do you remember him? Oh yeah, Porter. Okay, cool kid. Right. What about him? But he spent so Sorry, much Porter. time away from the country that he came back just like that weird kid wearing like hemp necklaces and like never wore shoes or sandals. Oh yeah. And, and it's just like obviously when you're a teenager you're like looking for identity and things, or when right, you're in college right. you're looking to ident- like figure out who you are as a person, and it just makes you so weird, and I don't like it. Well, I like you, Porter. Porter was a cool. You kid. don't need shoes. Stop don't it, listen Alan. to Phil. Wear those necklaces. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I think it's no matter where you go in the world you're going to do that. I mean, you came back talking about eating guinea pigs, so and you guinea were in for like a month. Yeah, guinea I had, pigs? I had a guinea pig named Guinea, and you always wanted to eat her. No. Yeah, you're always like, ugh. You pick her up, and she's like, oh, she looks tasty. <laughs> I don't yeah. remember that. I do. Oh, I'm not surprised. It sounds like something stupid that I would say. <laughs> so here's here's a question for you, Phil. Yeah. We're, getting, we're getting close on time, but I don't even care. I want to ask these questions. So uh, my parents recently took a cruise and they went down to Antarctica. I would love that, man. Would you? I would. They were gone for three weeks. That sounds awesome. This is on a boat. I've never been on a cruise. I don't know, but I imagine oh, I would love Phil. it. Well, let's go on a cruise. They're so cheap. We yeah. could just go to one out of Mex- out of like uh, California. Go down to Mexican Riviera. Let's make it happen. Those are cheap, cheapy. They're like three hundred bucks. Let's book it tomorrow. No. Yeah, I gotta need a month. <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe maybe we do it like spring of 2016. Oh, jeez, that's so far away. The smelly tour of 2016. Yeah, we should have our own podcast, like cruise. Yeah, <laughs> so like why three, not? So like three tickets to our three listeners. We do need to figure out what we're gonna do for our smelly tour in 2015. That's true. 2014, we went to California and did Disneyland. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'll need to come down there to Santa Fe. For the smelly tour of 20, 2015. We could just like drive around to like all of the nuclear test sites. Yeah. Go, watch, prob- go, go watch like the hills have eyes and then go live <laughs> live it in, for re- in real life. Yeah, because that sounds awesome. No, you know what you should do? There's movie. this crazy pagan festival here called Zozobra. Look it up. You should come to that. I don't People wanna. die there. I don't want to go to that. People die. It's like I Burning would be Man, the one that but would it's die. Been, but it's been I going would for become, like I would be the years. sacrifice. But it's been going for ninety years. Wow. Yeah, and so it was run by the Kiwanis Club, and they, <laughs> and now they so, like, they don't even allow you to bring in like alcohol or anything because people were dying every year. It was wow. that crazy. So, that you fantastic. should come down for Sizobra. Uh, Let's make it happen. I don't know. Also, I know that guy's name. Oh, comedian. you're you're a comedian. Yeah. Give it His to name's us. Joe Mandy. Joe Mandy. Yeah, he's great. How do you Look spell Mandy? M-A-N-D-E. D-E. Okay. Yep. Cool. I'll, I'll see if I can find like a good YouTube clip. Dude, he came, out with, he came out with an iPad, and he was like, I spent a lot of time with rap festivals, so I know how to spice this up. So he had a, an app. It was like a soundboard with pre-recorded things. He's like gunshots and click clacks. And he's like, click, click, click. Oh, what's up, Santa Fe? <laughs> That's What's great. up, New Mexico? Nueva Mexico? <laughs> and he's like, Jade. Or it was, what does he call it? Not Jade. It's, uh, what do we have out here? Turquoise jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> Just stupid stuff. And one of them was like, Georgia O'Keeffe Museum. That sounds awesome. It was great, man. I'm excited to look him up. Yep, Joe Mandy. Okay, well, 
the smelly bellies this has been a great episode um i would love to hear where our smelly bellies want to want to go or and you know what's your what's your dream location so join us join us on the twitter join us on the facebook it's awfully quiet in there i'm the only one that talks yeah no that's not true we have our our foreign correspondent from the inglaterra oh james he's talked on there he's i guess he commented on the vegas thing he commented on the better call Saul. he did james if you're listening i love you so excited (laughs) to see you in in uh september yeah i'm excited for that i need to plan that too yep 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 well all right right. thanks smelly smelly belly buttons don't try douchean it's gross I still have half a bottle. I don't want to drink it. No, I'm going to put it in your bowl. I'm, I'm going to say try it out. For a buck, why not? Don't do it. Also, Avengers. It's coming oh, out. yes. We got to get in on that. We got to we gotta watch that. Uh. I wish we were film critics and we could watch movies early. Let's start with writing reviews. We only need 500. Gotta, you have to write like a thousand of them. 500. 500 words. All right. Bye, smelly bellies.